Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Two easy ways on how to take advantage of the shit times. Now, I've said this quite often and I'll say it again. Social media has been great in so many ways. It has helped us to connect with people that we probably never would have ever connected with ever again. Say it would it was an old uni friend or say it was an old, say it was a family member that's on the other side of the planet that you can't get access to or it's an old school friend or whatever it may be. Everyone has examples of how social media has literally made the world a whole lot smaller in terms of our ability to connect with someone on the other side of the planet with so much ease. So there's been a lot of great things that have been associated with social media. But if we talk about one of the downsides, I guess it's not social media's fault this point that I'm going to bring up, but I find that social media has changed our perception on how we view other people's lives. What does that mean? Well, I don't know about you, But all I see on my social media and all I hear about on my clients' social medias is their friends and family sharing with the world and posting photos of the good times in their life, the parties that they're going to, the smiles, the drinks, the celebrations. They bought a new car. They've got a new dog. They've got a new cat. All the good times, right, which is cool. I think that's great that we share good times with others. And I think it's great that we share all the wins that we're having in our lives and all of that. But most people are not comfortable with sharing the challenges of their life and being vulnerable and sharing the shit times of their life, of course, because that is that stems obviously from a fear of judgment. Why would I want to tell people all my shit that I got going on on in my life? I would much rather tell them all the amazing stuff and let's just kind of leave the shit part of my life and the shit parts of my life and the tragic parts of my life. We'll leave that on the back burner. And of course, everybody does this, right? Except me, because I talk about my porn addiction to the whole wide world and I talk about how I often fuck up as a parent and as a person and as a man. But anyway, we digress. So most people are sharing all the highlight reels. We'll call them that. They're sharing the highlight reels of their life, the good times, the amazing memories, all of that, right? The problem is, though, that we consume our environment and our digital environment. We see our friends and family having the most amazing parties and buying new cars and houses and cats and dogs. So we start to develop this incorrect perception that, their life is much better than our life because all I'm seeing on my social media through Instagram or Pinterest or TikTok or Facebook is all the amazing stuff of the highlight reel of people's lives. And that is creating a an idea in my mind that their life is so much better than mine because I have all this shit going on in the background and I have all these challenges and traumas and all this kind of things that I need to navigate through on a daily basis and stress and jobs and kids and all of that good stuff. 
And here I am consuming all the content and the highlight reels of other people's lives. So what that does is it creates this false belief that their life is so much better than yours or mine. And obviously, this is just not true. So, But the mind doesn't know it's true because all the mind is seeing all these amazing things that people are doing without any of the challenges. And of course, that is completely wrong. It's completely delusional to think that these people's lives are far better than ours. And obviously, they've got just as many challenges, if not probably more challenges than what you've got. It's just because you're not seeing them, you don't believe that to be true. And we're all victims of that. We're, we are all, we have all been in situations where we compare we have all been in situations where we're like, fuck, uh, my life like sucks compared to Sally that just bought her new Beamer or Fred that just got his new lawnmower or Harold, who names their kid Harold? Sorry, any Harolds out there. <laughs> Harold got, him, got himself a, a brand new Corvette <laughs> and I haven't got a Corvette. So we start to develop this, this we beat ourselves up. We, we get the shits about it, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. We develop this belief that our life is far less of importance and far less fun than what other people's lives are. So let's get it out in the open and let me reassure you. Let Coach Dan reassure you that their, <laughs> their life is nowhere near as good as what, they, it, what it seems to be on social media. They have just as much drama going on. They have just as much fights. They have just as much problems in their life as you, as me, as everyone. So let's get that out in the open. And just in case you thought for a second that your life is tragically off the rails and you're the only one that goes through all these problems and headaches, I'm here to tell you that that is a part of life. That is a part of being a human being. So let's get that out in the open. What I encourage you to think of next when it comes to how you view challenges and the inevitable challenges that come up in your life is to reframe the situation and to find an empowering meaning. And Tony Robbins spoke, I remember going to a seminar years and years ago, and he said he said something that I, I didn't forget for a very long time. And he said, identify the problem, identify the challenge. So don't ignore it, identify it, look at it, bring awareness to the problem, but give power and energy to the solutions. That is the difference. So it's not about pretending that challenges don't happen in your life. It's not about pretending like a lot of people do on social media that their life is amazing and all the highlight reels and the cats and the dogs and the Corvettes and the BMWs. It's not about it's not about just not acknowledging that. But at the same time, it's identifying that there's problems and challenges that are going on, but give power and energy to the solutions. I find too many guys, too many of us, that we give too much airtime to the problem and how bad it is and what it's going to do and what it's not going to do for our lives and how it's going to affect this negatively. But we don't really give too much power and energy and attention to coming up with solutions with it in a sense that, okay, let's identify we've got this particular challenge going on in our life and this particular shit time. But what are we going to do and what are the solutions? What are the three, four, five steps that we can make in order to improve the situation? And if we give more airtime and energy and power to the solutions rather than stewing on the problems, I find that we will be in much better situations. The next point that I want to share with you is to ask yourself, what are the hidden benefits to this shit situation? And you know what will happen at first? This happens all the time when, when I hear my clients 
complaining about a certain situation and they'll explain to me that it's that's bad and this won't happen that won't happen and this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me i'm super stressed at work my kids are yelling da, 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 da. and i always ask them the question like what is the hidden benefit to all of this and at first even i do this it's like what i just told you that all this bad shit is going on in my life and now you're asking me the question like what are the hidden benefits to the situation like there is no hidden benefits to the situation i hear you say and it's quite common that we default into this belief. But of course, it's incorrect because saying that there's no hidden benefit to a situation is like saying there's no such thing as summer, there's just winter. There's no such thing as left, there's only such thing as right. There's no such thing as hot, there's only cold. I mean, it's impossible. It's the duality of the universe and it just doesn't work like that. If there's going to be a shit time that you are going through, then there is always hidden benefits. And let me ask you this question. Everyone has been in this situation, including myself, thousands of times. How many times have you have you gone through a challenging and a shit situation in your life, whatever example you want to use? Just think of one right now. Think about a challenging time that you've had Think about a time where you thought this is the worst thing that could ever happen to me, whether it be a relationship breakup, whether it be a business that went completely bust, whether it be you got fired from a job, whether it be you had a massive fight with your best friend, whatever it may be. Just think of a real challenging time that you've had in your life. You've had plenty. We all have. Stop pretending. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about how many times that you have been through challenging situations like this and thought to yourself somewhere down the track that you look back and you said to yourself, whether it be aloud or to a friend or to yourself, I'm so glad that I went through this particular challenge, this situation, because if I didn't, then this, 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 this good thing wouldn't have happened and that door wouldn't have opened and I wouldn't have met that, met that person and I wouldn't have started this job or that business or that purchased that property or whatever it may be. And this happens all the time. There is always hidden benefits to the most fucked up of situations. And at first we are programmed and wired to default into like, no, there isn't any benefit to this situation and it's just problems and there's no good stuff that's come out of it. But of course, now you know that that is just not true. So whether it be a week down the track, whether it be two weeks down the track, whatever it may be, but the quicker I find that you get to thinking about like balancing in, in, in equaling out the situation, the quicker you will heal from the situation and you'll just generally feel better faster. The longer that you stew on the idea that it's all bad and my life's over and I'll never recover from this, then you are not giving power. Like I spoke about how Tony Robbins speaks of giving power and energy to the solution. That's not what you're doing. You're giving power and energy to stewing on the problem but not coming up with the solutions so next time a challenging situation comes up in your life or next or if you if you are in a position where you have you keep stewing on this particular trauma or bad thing that happened bad thing that happened in your life and you keep telling yourself that there's no benefits to it ask yourself the simple question what is the hidden or what are the hidden benefits from me going through this particular challenging time in my life what are the hidden benefits to this particular challenge? Now, please, I don't want you to mistake this with like positive thinking. And I fucking, <laughs> I don't, I don't like that shit at all. And I don't think that that works. Like, a, like the whole, oh, 
<laughs> I always use this example. Like you're walking down the train station and some guy tries to rob you and he stabs you in the side of the ribs and, and you're like with this whole positive, positive uh, thinking vibe. You're like, oh, no, that was amazing. It was really good that that guy stabbed me in the side of my ribs and, and robbed me of my rob, robbed me of my wallet and my phone. Like it's almost like we have to like pretend that bad shit doesn't happen. So it's definitely not. I don't want you to crisscross this and uh, think that I'm, I'm on this positive thinking vibe. It's not about that at all. But what I am is a realist, and I'm helping you to encourage you to understand that if you equalize the situation and you don't see it from terrible and you don't see it from amazing and you look at it from a kind of neutral perspective, you look at both sides, then you will start to have a more balanced perspective in every area of your life. So it's not about positive thinking. It's not about saying the world is always amazing and no bad shit ever happens to me and there's never any challenges and I levitate as I walk. I mean, it's not, it's not like that at all. It's about literally just looking at it from a more logical, balanced perspective. And obviously, this will help. It's certainly helped me along my life since I have been entangled in over a decade of personal development. And I have seen it happen happen and be so powerful for so many of my clients, for my hundreds of clients over the years of me being a personal trainer and a health coach now for 14 years. So ask yourself the question, what are the hidden benefits to this situation? And at first, you're going to say there isn't, but now you know that's not true. And the quicker that you get to giving power and energy to the solutions in the great words of Tony Robbins, then the quicker you are to healing from this challenge. Now, next point is being more conscious of your thoughts. And the thing is, our human mind is really hardwired into always looking out for danger, always looking out for what we could lose, always looking for the threats, always looking for, as we were in the Stone Ages, walking along the land, we're always looking for that saber-toothed tiger that's going to jump out of the jungle, not jump out of the jungle, jump out of the bushes and like, fuck us up right? We are wired. We are wired for good reason to be looking for threats and, and real, like realistically give, give so much energy and more attention to the threat and the dangers of life. Because if we didn't have that hardwired into our brain, we probably wouldn't even be here because our ancestors would have all completely been decimated because they weren't cautious and aware and they didn't try to preserve their life. So we get it. We get that we are hardwired to look for problems, we are hardwired to look for threats, for, to look for danger, to look for all of that, which explains why, as a society, we become so addicted to bad news. We become addicted to gossip. We become addicted to. Even have you ever heard the saying that bad news travels like so much faster than good news? This explains why. Because back in the day, when we were sharing gossip, that mattered. Because that kind of gossip was like bad shit that was going on. Like a tiger is in the neighboring jungle and we need to get out of there. Why do I keep using animals as an analogy? But you get the idea. Like we, we had to be very hardwired and very cautious. But of course, we don't have any tigers jumping out of us anymore. We don't have any lions and tigers trying to attack us. Well, not unless you maybe work in a zoo. But the idea is, you know, to be more conscious of that and to just understand like, yes, okay, Daniel, we are biologically hardwired to look for threats and dangers. And I appreciate that because if we weren't, then we probably wouldn't be here. So thank you for that. But don't have so much of a bias to like, 
the bad shit that could happen and like kind of bring it over to the neutral situation where it's like, yeah, my thoughts can go to like what bad could happen and my thoughts can go to like my life is over and what is the point. And obviously you are entitled to think and believe like that, but of course you're, you're going to live a, a pretty tragic life if you do that. So I don't suggest that you do. And at the same time, I'm not suggesting like you go to the other side of the spectrum and you just think that everything is always amazing and, and bad shit never ever happens to you and all of that. Cause of course that's completely delusional. But what I am suggesting is be more conscious and aware of your thoughts and understand that when our minds are pre-programmed to look for the threats and look for the dangers, just bring awareness to it and be like, okay, thank you, Daniel, little voice in your head. Thank you for trying to keep me alive, but I'm going to do this anyway. And lo and behold, 99.9% of the time, anytime your little voice in your mind pipes up and says, hey. You better stop that because you might you might run into danger most of the time very very often of course that never happens and you have experienced this and i have experienced this many many times where we fear the worst and we think that the threat's going to happen and we think that we're going to be homeless and we think that we're going to have all this bad shit happen to us and it doesn't happen so we spend all this time potentially a lifetime for some people tragically that they fear for stuff that is completely made up in their minds and it never actually happened. And I thought, I think like that's probably not the best mental space to be in. So with that being said, I've written down two tips since the title of the podcast is two easy ways to take advantage of the shit times. Let's get into what those two actually are. Tip number one, this is by far the most important one of the two. And that is take responsibility for your own emotions and just decide of what and how you want to feel and understand that you have the power as a man to do that. I had an amazing guest on yesterday's podcast and his name was Mike, Michael Lowry or Laura or Lura. Apologies if I'm not pronouncing that last name, last name correctly, Michael. Hopefully you listen to this and you take my apology but Michael spoke something that really resonated with me as a man, as a father, as a leader of my family, as a business owner. And that is like take responsibility for your life, for your emotions and make a conscious effort to decide that you accept responsibility for all of it. Because I think as men, we fall into plenty of unnecessary stress and drama and trauma in our lives when we externally blame other people for the situation that we are in. It's always someone else's fault. It's never mine. It was always this person. It was that place that did this to me. It was this person that said that. And it's quite exhausting if you have ever, if you have anyone in your circle at the moment that is in this kind of victim mentality where they completely outsource responsibility to almost everything in their life and it's never their fault and it's never their wrongdoing and it's always someone else and it's quite exhausting to be around those kinds of people and not only is it exhausting but what they don't realize that they have done is that they have completely given away all the power of their life's force and their, their power to to the the things that they can achieve in their life because they're completely just outsourcing responsibility. But what I'm encouraging, encouraging you to do more of 
is take responsibility as a man. Take responsibility as a father if you are one. Take responsibility as the leader of your household. Take responsibility as a human being. Put your hand up more often and say, that was on me. Because do you know what that does? At first, it feels shit maybe and it might make you feel a little uncomfortable because we don't want to ever be wrong. It's always that person, right? You know what I'm saying. We don't ever want to be wrong. We always want to be right right? But what happens is if you kind of get over yourself a little and you just accept yourself entirely for all the flaws that you have, which you and I have many, then what starts to happen is that you start to feel better because now you start taking responsibility for all the not so good things that happen in your life, but also Guess what happens when all the good stuff comes in your life? You can always you can also claim responsibility for that because you have owned all of your actions, you have owned all of your words, you have put your hand up and acknowledged that everything, 99.999% of the stuff that happens in your life, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it is your responsibility. And the moment that you don't believe this to be true, then you start acting in a certain way that offsets this responsibility. You start blaming other people, other things. And, and herein lies the problem that a lot of men fall into is because they just refuse to accept this to be reality and they refuse to accept this as a truth. I have had so many clients that I have worked with over the 14 years that I've been a personal trainer and a health coach literally transform their entire life based on this tip that I'm sharing with you, which is just taking more responsibility. Because taking responsibility then spews out into their relationships with themselves, with other people, with their wife, with their kids, at, at their work, on the job site, in the office, where, wherever it may be, like everywhere, the interactions, at the shop, at the like, everything, everything improves. So many things have improved in so many of my clients' lives just on the back of them taking more responsibility. And it sounds like almost too good to be true, but try it. Try it for a week. Try for a week just saying like, whatever happens, it's on me. And it will make you feel shit and it will make you feel uncomfortable because we love to blame and we love to always be in the right. And I couldn't have done anything wrong. I'm me, <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about. Like we always want to be, we always want to have the upper hand and it always feels better short term at least to blame someone else. Well, at least that's what I used to believe. But when I started to take responsibility for everything, even for shit that I didn't even think that was my responsibility, I then kind of worked out indirectly it actually was. And it was my responsibility. And once I started taking responsibility for all of it, and once I, since I have helped so many hundreds of clients do the same, like everything improves in, down to the relationships, down to their work, down to like everything. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is increase your self-awareness. And that means your ability to recognize, identify, and evaluate your thoughts and your emotions. I find that the best way to help with this increasing level of self-awareness is meditation, hands down. Now, quick story, like when I first came across the idea of meditation, then I thought it was just like something that weirdos do that have dreadlocks and wear funny clothes and live, in a, live on a mountain next to a whole bunch of goats. So that, that's what my idea of what meditation was and, and who it was done by. 
and I thought it needed to be a whole guided process. You need to have a whole bunch of apps. You need to sit in that beautiful lotus position. And what I learned probably about five years ago is that it's not about that at all. Like meditation is just about silencing that chatter that goes on, that little monkey chatter that goes on in our minds and those looping thoughts that just do not stop. It's about bringing awareness to that and coming back to breathing and teaching between the ears that you don't need to always be thinking. And meditation is great to help open up a whole new world where you are not actually thinking about anything. And if you've never tried meditation, you might think that's too good to be true. But just like with anything, the more you practice it, the better you become. And what you will find is that you will start to have less stress in your life. You will definitely increase with your level of self-awareness in your ability to recognize, identify, and evaluate what you are actually thinking instead of being stuck on autopilot like so many people in society are. And you just ultimately ultimately will live a better life because you'll just have better quality of thoughts. And your thoughts, of course, lead to your actions and your actions are made up of your entire life. So they are the two tips that I want you to action immediately. Take responsibility and increase your level of self-awareness. If you do these two, I promise you that you will navigate through shit times, challenging times in your life so much better. And I want you to try it. Uh, if you've never done any of these two tips that I've shared with you, then I want you to try it. Try it for a week and try to prove me wrong. I'm open. I'm open to that. And I know that I'm not going to be wrong with this because I have this. Is, these are just fundamental foundations of living a better, more fulfilled life. It's just as simple as that. I didn't come up with them. I'm no genius. I'm just following what works. And this has worked for me plenty of times. And this has worked for so many of my clients that I've helped with as well. So I know that it's also going to help change your life as well. So they are the two easy ways that you can take advantage of the shit times. And now I hope, I truly hope that you adopt these two tips. And I truly hope that you realize of how fundamentally powerful they can be with transforming literally every aspect of your life for the better. This goes far beyond the aesthetics and being ripped and, you know, looking more confident with your shirt on. Like this is way, way, way deeper than all of that stuff. If you master this podcast and you implement the things that I've shared with you, I guarantee that every aspect of your life improves for the better. I guarantee it. I don't usually guarantee much because I'm all over the internet and I can very easily be exposed and called out if I say something and then I turn back and say, I didn't say that because it's proof, of course. But I guarantee that your life will significantly improve if you adopt these two tips. So that's it from me. We had a beautiful podcast today. I hope, I truly hope that you implement these learnings immediately and you start to notice of how much better things become in your life because they certainly have for me, they certainly have for hundreds of my clients and I know the same can happen to you as well. Thank you so much for your attention. I truly appreciate it. We'll jump on tomorrow. We've got our world famous hashtag Freaky Friday, which is my live Q&A show that I jump on. So if you want to check that out, make sure you do. Have the best night of your entire life. Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project is out. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. 
If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbot. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dadbot to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word dadbod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.